Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about building a portable solar generator. Alright, so a portable solar generator, what is that? It is basically a mobile power station. Think about it like a generator, except you're not using a generator, you're not using gasoline, you don't have to haul around a generator. Instead, you can build a simple, small, little um, solar generator for your needs for like camping, um, you know, maybe mobile job site um, to power certain power tools. Maybe um, there's many applications that you could use it for. Right. Um, a lot of um, production companies actually make their own small little solar power generators to keep recharging the batteries for their cameras and drones and their laptops and so forth. Right. So it's a very neat and um, unique um, little system. And obviously, you can build this system as big as you want and as small as you want. It just really depends on what you're trying to power and how much um, you know energy you're going to really need. Um, I really like these because you can take them anywhere you want. Um, they're you know pretty clean because they're not burning gasoline, right? They're not loud, uh, and yeah, you just let it. You just set it up and let it rip. So let's think. Let's talk about the components that you're going to need in order to build a portable solar generator. Um, the difference with a portable solar generator is. Um, you don't need to buy super high-end, um, you know, equipment like you're building a off-grid home. Um, you'd be using more high-end equipment like high-end inverters, charge controllers, and so forth, right? Because you want it to, it's going to be under a high demand, right, for your home. Well, in a portable application, um, it's only going to be intermittent from time to time you're going to be using it. And so you don't really need to invest a whole lot of money on expensive equipment, right? So um, the most basic small solar system um, would be either one or two 100 watt solar panels. Now, some might be thinking, oh, I got to, you know, carry around these solar panels. Well, here's the thing. So they make solar panels in many different forms nowadays. They actually have flexible, very thin, very light 100 watt solar panels. In fact, I have four of them and I actually use them for portable power for outside um, because they're pretty durable, right? Um, they're not heavy. Uh, they're very compact and thin so I can slide the panels in between things. Uh, I'm not too worried about it. It's a really easy to really easy to move the solar panels around. So um, you're going to want to get yourself at least one or two 100 watt solar panels. Um, if you go with a bigger wattage panel, then it would you wouldn't need two panels if you're trying to go for 200 watts. But the issue is, is that if you go with a higher wattage panel for like one panel, the panel will be a lot larger. Right. And so it's sometimes hard to like slide in the back of your car or, you know, behind your seat or wherever you're trying to put the panel. So think about it in those terms. You want to try to keep things compact so you can actually take two of those solar panels and just put them right on each other. And they're really small and compact and easy to move around. So um, look around for, you know, um, some flexible solar panels. They're not as efficient as a standard um, solar panel, but they will serve the needs for what you're trying to do for building a portable system. So 
source and look around. I think I purchased my flexible solar panels for, I think it was either 80 or $90 a piece. And there were, uh, like I said, a hundred Watts a piece. So they're not, they're not too expensive at all. Uh, and then the next thing you're going to want to do is source and look around for a cheap, um, charge controller. You don't need nothing expensive. You don't need nothing with a whole bunch of features. All you wanted to do is connect to the solar panel and connect directly to the battery. Um, that way the ch charge controller can make sure it conditions and charges the battery correctly. Now there's a lot of, um, cheaper lower end charge controllers out there. There is MPPT and PWM. Um, I would still highly suggest going with a MPPT um, solar charge controller. And I believe some of them are cheap enough where they're, I think, anywhere between 40 to 60 bucks. Um, you might even find some even cheaper. Um, so you don't have to get, you know, too crazy on that as far as the investment. Um, so you're, 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 halfway, you're halfway there already, right? Uh, now the next thing you're going to want to think about, which is the main thing, is the battery, right? So um, my, my big suggestion here is... Um, don't use lead acid batteries. Don't use deep cycle batteries because they're heavy, they're inefficient, and the energy density in those batteries is very low, right? So you want to actually go to lithium ion batteries. Now, um, technically, the battery that you want to use is a lithium phosphate battery for a portable solar system. They're very safe batteries. Uh, you don't really have to worry about you don't have to worry about them too much. But if you went with a just a standard lithium ion battery like I have power in my home, um, there's going to be more precautions that you're going to have to take in order to make sure things are always where it's supposed to be. Right. So go with a um, lithium phosphate battery and you can actually get them in many different forms. They actually come in like a, uh, here's an example, your cell phone, your cell. A lot of the most of the cell phones we have nowadays is actually um, lithium phosphate. Um, some, some, some phones is lithium ion, um, but mostly lithium phosphate. And it's because, uh, you know, we're carrying it around with us all the time. Right. And so they don't want, you know, something to go bad. So, but you can buy them in small pouches, big pouches, different voltages. Um, and then you can wire them up. You can wire multiple pouches in series, and then you can also parallel them. Uh, or you can do a, both. You can do um, series and parallel wiring on the um, battery pouches, and you can create any voltage that you want for your system, really. So it's kind of unique in that way. And the form is really small. The battery itself is thin, right? So that means you can stack a lot more batteries on each other, right? Like kind of stack them up on each other. And so you can kind of create a really decent, powerful battery pack for a very small form. So that's what makes this really nice because remember it is portable and you have to carry this stuff around. So you want to try to keep everything as light as possible, um, but make sure you have enough battery capacity to meet your needs. Obviously um, there is ways to obviously figure out how much power and how much batteries you're going to need. I couldn't tell you that answer because I don't know what you're trying to power. Um, but um, definitely do some research online. There is some calculators to help you um, figure out, you know, roughly how much um, power or energy you're going to need from a battery pack in order to power X amount of appliances that you plan on trying to power like your laptop, cell phone batteries, lights, um, drones, what, whatever you're trying to power, lights off grid, you know, so forth. So, you know, the battery pack is going to be more specific to the person because there's no right and wrong answer. You, obviously, you can build a small pack and obviously you can build a big power for pack. So it's really up to you and what you need out of that battery. But yeah, lithium phosphate batteries will be your best bet. Absolutely. Uh, and then the next thing you're going to need is a small little inverter. Okay. Um, 
you don't need nothing expensive. You don't need nothing too big. I mean, the odds of you powering something that's a thousand watts that that pulls one thousand watts from a portable so you know a little portable um, generator that you're building here is very rare. Um, I can't even find an example that you would be powering a thousand watts unless you're building like a portable workstation, like you're you know powering power tools. Then that would be the exception, right? Um, but most people won't. Right, they're going to be building it for just camping needs, uh, and like I said, charging um, whatever they need to charge up. So, if you were going to um, build a system to power power tools, then obviously you're going to need a little bit more higher end equipment to handle that type of loads that you're going to be putting on the system, and obviously you're going to need more solar panels and stuff. But for the purposes of this um, episode, we're talking about a small, compact, portable system. So, um, really. Um, you could get away with a inverter that's, you know, 500 watts or less easily because I don't even see anything that you would power. I couldn't even figure out what I would power with 500 watts. <laughs> what would I run? I mean, most of the things that we're powering, like, you know, batteries and so forth, there's not that much you could get. So the point is you can get a small, cheaper inverter instead of a big, expensive one, right? So you can save some money there as well. Uh, and then from there... Uh, obviously you're going to want a, uh, you know, on and off switch or, um, breaker system just to make sure everything is, you know, safe. You don't want to have problems. You want to be able to shut down the system, you know, from power coming in and power going out, obviously, uh, it's just safety, right? Just like your car, your car has fuses. Think about your little portable generators having fuses as well. Uh, it's just more safety. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's almost pretty much it. Uh, now the only other thing that I would, um, recommend is getting a cheap BMS system, um, for the lithium phosphate batteries. Um, you can get them very cheap. I mean, some, I've, I've found some for like $19, $20, 30, 40, uh, obviously they start going up depending on what you're trying to do. Um, but you can easily get a good BMS system for a portable system that you're going to build, um, for less than 40 bucks you know, call it right around $40. So, I mean, really in the end, you could build a pretty decent portable system for not that much, you know? Um, the caveat would be depending on what you're trying to power, right? Um, maybe my needs are different than your power needs, right? And so your system might be bigger than mine or might be smaller than mine. And that's where it comes down to preference and how much energy you really want to pull and use, right? Um, but for camping needs and stuff like that, I mean, it's a really compact system. I mean, you could fit all these components into a little plastic case and you could carry it around with you. That's how small you could make this system. The only thing that would be a little bit bigger would be obviously the solar panels, right? Um, but still, if you get flexible solar panels, they're very thin, they're semi-flexible, um, they're lightweight, um, they're pretty durable. So that would be the best bet. But yeah, I mean, only a couple components and you're not, your investment is not that big, really. Um, and it's always just nice to have a backup, you know, um, for sure. So yeah, guys, just want to share some information with you guys. I mean, that's the main components you need because after the inverter is whatever you're plugging into it, right? The inverter is taking DC power, converting it to AC power for you. And then, you know, all you do is you just plug in your appliance straight into it. Now, um, I would also suggest um, when you buy a inverter, try to find an inverter that actually has a USB plug on it, okay? Because a lot of the, the devices that we're going to be using in a mobile situation will be USB powered, right? So if you don't have to use the AC side, the AC function, then you could actually just pull DC power straight from the inverter um, to power your, you know, 
whatever you're trying to power like your cell phone and so forth right but then obviously there's going to be some things that you know don't run on dc power and then obviously you could plug the plug right into an inverter so um that's another thing but also picking the voltage that you're going to decide to go with right 12 volt 24 volt 48 volt 60 volt 72 volt uh, it's really a preference um if you're building something really simple and small um you know you, you don't overthink it that's the best thing i can say don't overthink it now, if you're building a system to power your home, like in my case, then yes, you definitely want to overthink it. <laughs> and you definitely want to use a higher voltage as much as possible. So like for my home, I am running a 60 volt um, lithium ion um, system, right? Solar and wind. Um, but for a portable system, um, 12 volt and 24 volt is more than enough. I mean, and plus two, the components are a lot cheaper because they're widely available for you. Um, you can also look on YouTube. There's a lot of people that make portable generators. Um, you know, they have it where there's a cigarette lighter plug, a regular plug. I mean, they even have plugs where you can plug in the so solar panel. And you can buy all these little components and build your own system. It has a voltmeter on it. I mean, you can be it can be very unique. You know, and be a fun project for sure. And, you know, if you're tight for money, um, you may want to just kind of build as you can, right? Get the components from time to time and, you know, start putting them together, start assembling them. That way you'll have a little bit more fun with the project. And then once it's all done, it'll be a custom system that you built for yourself and you can use it, you know? So anyway, guys, just a quick podcast here, um, quick episode. Just want to kind of wrap everybody's head around a portable generator um, setup. It is more than doable. 99% of anybody out there can build their own. Absolutely. Um, just take some time, design it the way you want to design it with the features that you want, and you'd be surprised what you have there. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and I'll definitely see you guys on the next one. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast, available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY inspiring others to think outside the box support the podcast today it's also available on anchor.fm slash free your mind and there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself once again it's titled modern off-grid diy it's also available on podbean stitcher breaker.audio and overcast.fm make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases modern off-grid diy Go listen, download, and subscribe today.